Welcome to LenderDoc Unlocked, the podcast that delves into the revolutionary technology behind LenderDoc, the leading provider of online property and casualty insurance policy verification and automated lien holder process management services. Our policy verification as a service platform offers banks, lenders, and financial third parties the ability to digitally verify and correct home and auto policy-related data in real time. Join us as we explore the ins and outs of this game-changing technology and hear from industry experts on how LenderDoc is streamlining and simplifying the insurance verification process for all. Tune in to unlock the future of lien holder automation with LenderDoc. Hello, everyone. We're here again with members of LenderDoc's executive team talking about an interesting subject related to lien holder process automation and the impact that it has on the PNC insurance community. Once again, Frank Eubank, the CEO, Travis Rodak, the CTO, and Brandon Rodak, the head of product, are here with me. Thanks for joining the discussion. Thanks for having us back. Yeah, thank you. So in our last conversation, you shared some great insights around real-time policy verification as a service and how foundational that is for PNC insurance companies in securing real operational efficiencies and cost savings. And as we talked about the different parties involved in the automated workflow, I believe you had referenced something about a BPO, tracker or servicer. So we were thinking there may be some listeners who might not be familiar with what a BPO is and what role that they play. So Frank, do you mind if we start with you? What What is a BPO? Yeah, thanks, Spencer. A BPO, well, BPO is an acronym that simply stands for Business Process Outsourcer. These are essentially third-party organizations that the banks and the lenders contract with to process all of the different administrative tasks and responsibilities that are related to managing a home or auto loan. They effectively act as the agents on behalf of the bank to oversee everything from you know, quality assurance, data management, maintaining data integrity, even remitting escrow billing and processing payments. You know, the, the majority of the large and medium-sized financial institutions in the country, they outsource this kind of activity to BPOs all the time. Then BPOs are also commonly referred to as loan servicers or trackers. That's interesting. So I'm curious, what are the reasons that a bank would elect to outsource to a BPO or a tracker and not just handle things themselves in-house? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I think we have to remember that banks are in the primary business of lending money. You know, there are obviously a lot of ancillary tasks and different processes that are associated with lending in general that banks just simply find more economical to outsource. So while things like verifying insurance and processing escrow payments, they're important, it's it's just not their core competency. Okay, so if most of the banks outsource this activity to BPOs, then what kind of impact does that have on the carriers or insurance providers? Uh, Travis, do you have any thoughts? Well, it's good to keep in mind that uh, more than 60% of the mortgage market is managed by BPOs. So much of the call volume, all the activity that insurance carriers you know, see and contend with is attributed to BPOs and tracker servicers. So when you consider how frequently a, a loan will change hands between different lenders throughout its life, it requires a lot of management. That's why carries receive so many and so much communication and outreach from the banks and BPOs every year. Okay. Brandon, what about you? Yeah, thanks, Spencer. As we know, uh, BPOs leverage a traditional business model with 
very large call centers and really a lot of live agents that are working those um, centers. So generally, they aren't really aren't more tech savvy than their banking customers, which really results in you know technical inefficiencies, cumbersome processes that are actually rather expensive. So these processes include phone calls, emails, faxes, even printed mail. Brandon, yeah, that's a really good point. I was also going to mention that uh, because BPOs find themselves, again, contractually obligated to the banks and lenders that they work for, there is often a tendency to be a little more, should I say, brazen and presumptuous when interacting with insurance carriers. This just often creates an adversarial dynamic between the two industries, and it's been going on for a long, long time. In fact, I remember hearing about a regional insurance carrier in the Pacific Northwest that got so tired of dealing with the constant demands from BPOs and lenders that they, interestingly enough, implemented a telephony IVR menu system that essentially automated and routed any incoming call from a BPO and forced them into a queue where they sat for over 45 minutes before they were answered. So, you know, just to give you an idea of kind of what it's like. So um, this is the kind of stuff that we see all the time. That's, that's funny. I, I remember having that conversation and just kind of chuckling right under my breath going, wow, that's a, that's exactly what I would have done. So yeah. <laughs> either way you're spot on, right? BPOs and banks really they're, they're traditionally approached their business from a legacy perspective. So slow to innovate, slow to adopt new and improved methodologies. However, it seems as though the, the general market is slowly, but surely forcing them to adapt, seek out more efficient ways of of, uh, of executing, you know, their workflows. So everyone really is looking to cut costs and work more efficiently. And the BPOs are no different than the carriers in this regard. There will be a shift from simply hiring more and more people, which is what kind of they're, they've been doing, right? To make more and more phone calls and send more emails to kind of leveraging the, the cloud or kind of that digital transformation that everyone's throwing out there, right? And using more automated technology to to mitigate the manual tasks and, and processing paper. Okay, that is really interesting. So it sounds like BPOs play a pretty significant role in the workflow or value chain in managing that lien holder data. So you're also saying that despite having predominantly followed a traditional business model of phone calls, emails, faxings, et cetera, BPOs are beginning to explore more modernized and technically advanced ways of managing their businesses. So this would clearly mean an advantage and benefit for insurance carriers and agencies if there was a better way than dealing with phone calls and paper mail. Spencer, that's right. You know, while there probably isn't a way to completely ignore the volume of requests and inquiries for BPOs, for carriers, it's considering more of the how and when they receive them. If carriers can adopt tech that would either allow or force BPOs to digitally self-serve all of these requests, it would forever change the need for all of this unwanted and unnecessary communication, including all the phone calls. All right. Well, that was really insightful and provided some great perspective. Does anyone have anything else they'd like to add today? I think. No, thank you. I think, that was great. I think we're good. Okay, so I believe that uh, wraps up today's conversation. Thank you all again for taking part in the discussion. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Spencer. Appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to LenderDoc Unlocked, the future of lien holder automation podcast. To learn more about LenderDoc's suite of products and how we can help your business, 
visit LenderDoc.com. That's L-E-N-D-E-R-D-O-C-K.com.